Dr. Faustus. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Tragical History of Dr. Faustus by Christopher Marlowe from the Quarto of 1604. Act Four. Scene Two. Enter the Duke of Vanholt, the Duchess, and Faustus. Believe me, Master Doctor, this merriment hath much pleased me. My gracious lord, I am glad it contents you so well. But it may be, madam, you take no delight in this. I have heard that great-bellied women do long for some dainties or other. What is it, madam? Tell me, and you shall have it. Thanks, good master doctor, and for I see your courteous intent to pleasure me, I will not hide from you the thing my heart desires. And were it now summer as it is January in the dead time of the winter, I would desire no better meat than a dish of ripe grapes. Alas, madam, that's nothing. Mephistophilus, be gone. Exit Mephistophilus. Were it a greater thing than this, so it would content you, you should have it. Re-enter Mephistophilus with grapes. Here they be, madam. Will please you taste on them? Believe me, master doctor, this makes me wonder above the rest, that being in the dead time of winter and in the month of January, how you should come by these grapes. If it like your grace, the year is divided into two circles over the whole world, that, when it is here winter with us, in the contrary circle, it is summer with them, as in India, Psaba, and farther countries in the east. And, by means of a swift spirit that I have, I had them brought hither, as you see. How do you like them, madam? Be they good? Believe me, Master Doctor, they be the best grapes that e'er I tasted in my life before. I am glad they content you so, madam. Come, madam, let us in where you must well reward this learned man for the great kindness he hath shewed to you. And so I will, my lord, and whilst I live, rest beholding for this courtesy. I humbly thank your grace. Come, master doctor, follow us and receive your reward. Exeunt. Scene three. Enter Wagner. I think my master means to die shortly for he hath given to me all his goods. And yet, methinks, if that death were near, he would not banquet and carouse and swill amongst the students, as even now he doth, who are at supper with such bellied cheer as Wagner ne'er beheld in all his life. See where they come, belike the feast is ended. Exit. Enter Faustus with two or three scholars, and Mephistophilus. Master, Dr. Faustus, since our conference about fair ladies, which was the beautifulest in all the world, we have determined with ourselves that Helen of Greece was the admirablest lady that ever lived. Therefore, Master Doctor, if you will do us that favour, as to let us see that peerless dame of Greece, whom all the world admires for majesty, we should think ourselves much beholding unto you. Gentlemen, for that I know your friendship is unfeigned, and Faustus' custom is not to deny the just requests of those that wish him well. You shall behold that peerless dame of Greece, 
no other ways for pomp and majesty than when Sir Paris crossed the seas with her and brought the spoils to rich Dardania. Be silent then, for danger is in words. Music sounds, and Helen passeth over the stage. Too simple is my wit to tell her praise, whom all the world admires for majesty. No marvel, though the angry Greeks pursued with ten years' war the rape of such a queen, whose heavenly beauty passeth all compare. Since we have seen the pride of nature's works, and only paragon of excellence, let us depart, and for this glorious deed happy and blessed be Faustus evermore. Gentlemen, farewell. The same I wish to you. Exeunt scholars. Enter an old man. Ah, Dr. Faustus, that I might prevail to guide thy steps unto the way of life by which sweet path thou mayest attain the goal, that shall conduct thee to celestial rest. Break heart, drop blood, and mingle it with tears, tears falling from repentant heaviness, of thy most vile and loathsome filthiness. The stench whereof corrupts the inward soul, with such flagitious crimes of heinous sin, as no commiseration may expel. But mercy, Faustus, of thy Saviour sweet, whose blood alone must wash away thy guilt. Where art thou, Faustus? Wretch, what hast thou done? Damned art thou, Faustus, damned, despair and die. Hell calls for right, and with a roaring voice says, Faustus, come, thine hour is almost come, and Faustus now will come to do thee right. Mephistophilus gives him a dagger. Ah, stay, good Faustus, stay thy desperate steps. I see an angel hovers over thy head, and, with a vial full of precious grace, offers to pour the same into thy soul, then call for mercy and avoid despair. Ah, my sweet friend, I feel thy words to comfort my distressed soul. Leave me a while to ponder on my sins. I go, sweet Faustus, but with heavy cheer, fearing the ruin of thy hopeless soul. Exit. Accursed Faustus, where is mercy now? I do repent, and yet I do despair. Hell strives with grace for conquest in my breast. What shall I do to shun the snares of death? Thou traitor Faustus, I arrest thy soul for disobedience to my sovereign lord. Revolt! or I'll in piecemeal tear thy flesh. Sweet Mephistophilus, entreat thy lord to pardon my unjust presumption, and with my blood again I will confirm my former vow I made to Lucifer. Do it then quickly with unfeigned heart, lest greater danger do attend thy drift. Torment, sweet friend, that base and crooked age that durst dissuade me from thy Lucifer, with greatest torments that our hell affords. His faith is great. I cannot touch his soul. But what I may afflict his body with I will attempt, which is but little worth. One thing, good servant, let me crave of thee to glut the longing of my heart's desire, that I might have unto my paramour that heavenly Helen which I saw of late, 
whose sweet embracings may extinguish clean those thoughts that do dissuade me from my vow, and keep mine oath I made to Lucifer. Faustus, this or what else thou shalt desire shall be performed in twinkling of an eye. Re-enter Helen. Was this the face that launched a thousand ships, and burnt the topless towers of Ilium? Sweet Helen, make me immortal with a kiss. Kisses her. Her lips suck forth my soul. See where it flies. Come, Helen, come, give me my soul again. Here will I dwell, for heaven is in these lips, and all is dross that is not Helena. I will be Paris, and for love of thee, instead of Troy, shall Wertenberg be sacked, and I will combat with weak Menelaus, and wear thy colours on my plumed crest. Yea, I will wound Achilles in the heel, and then return to Helen for a kiss. Oh, thou art fairer than the evening air, clad in the beauty of a thousand stars. Brighter art thou than flaming Jupiter when he appeared to hapless Semele, more lovely than the monarch of the sky in wanton Arethusa's azured arms, and none but thou shalt be my paramour. Exeunt. Enter the old man. Accursed Faustus, miserable man, that from thy soul excludest the grace of heaven, and flyest the throne of his tribunal seat. Enter devils. Satan begins to sift me with his pride, as in this furnace God shall try my faith. My faith, vile hell, shall triumph over thee. Ambitious fiends, see how the heavens smile at your repulse, and laugh your state to scorn. Hence, hell, for hence I fly unto my God. Exeunt. On one side devils, on the other old man. Enter Faustus with scholars. Ah, gentlemen. What ails Faustus? Ah, my sweet chamber fellow, had I lived with thee, then had I lived still. But now I die eternally. Look, comes he not, comes he not? What means Faustus? Belike he is grown into some sickness by being over-solitary. If it be so, we'll have physicians to cure him. "'Tis but a surfeit. Never fear, man. "'A surfeit of deadly sin that hath damned both body and soul. "'Yet, Faustus, look up to heaven. Remember God's mercies are infinite. "'But Faustus' offence can ne'er be pardoned. "'The serpent that tempted Eve may be saved, but not Faustus. "'Ah, gentlemen, hear me with patience, and tremble not at my speeches.' though my heart pants and quivers to remember that I have been a student here these thirty years. Oh, would I had never seen Wertenberg, never read book! And what wonders I have done, all Germany can witness, yea, all the world, for which Faustus hath lost both Germany and the world, yea, heaven itself, heaven, the seat of God, the throne of the blessed, the kingdom of joy and must remain in hell forever, hell, ah, hell, forever. Sweet friend, what shall become of Faustus, being in hell forever? Yet, Faustus, call on God. On God? 
whom Faustus hath abjured? On God, whom Faustus hath blasphemed? Ah, my God, I would weep, but the devil draws in my tears. Gush forth blood instead of tears, yea, life and soul. Oh, he stays my tongue. I would lift up my hands, but see, they hold them, they hold them. Who, Faustus? Lucifer and Mephistopheles. Ah, gentlemen, I gave them my soul for my cunning. God forbid. God forbid it, indeed, but Faustus hath done it. For vain pleasure of twenty-four years hath Faustus lost eternal joy and felicity. I writ them a bill with mine own blood. The date is expired, the time will come, and he will fetch me. Why did not Faustus tell us of this before? That divines might have prayed for thee. Oft have I thought to have done so, but the devil threatened to tear me in pieces if I named God, to fetch both body and soul if I once gave ear to divinity. And now, tis too late. Gentlemen, away, lest you perish with me. Oh, what shall we do to save Faustus? Talk not of me, but save yourselves and depart. God will strengthen me. I will stay with Faustus. Tempt not God, sweet friend, but let us into the next room, and there pray for him. Ay, pray for me, pray for me, and whatever noise soever ye hear, come not unto me, for nothing can rescue me. Pray thou. And we will pray that God may have mercy upon thee. Gentlemen, farewell. If I live till morning, I'll visit you. If not, Faustus is gone to hell. Faustus, Faustus farewell. Exeunt scholars. The clock strikes eleven. Act five. Scene one. Ah, Faustus, now hast thou but one bare hour to live, and then thou must be damned perpetually. Stand still, you ever-moving spheres of heaven. The time may cease, and midnight never come. Fair nature's eye, rise, rise again, and make perpetual day. Or let this hour be but a year, a month, a week, a natural day, that Faustus may repent and save his soul. O lente, lente curite noctis equi. The stars move still, time runs, the clock will strike, the devil will come, and Faustus must be damned. Oh, I'll leap up to my God. Who pulls me down? See, see where Christ's blood streams in the firmament. One drop would save my soul, half a drop. Ah, my Christ. Ah, 
read not my heart, for name he of my Christ. Yet will I call on him. Oh, spare me, Lucifer. Where is it now? Tis gone. And see, where God stretcheth out his arm and bends his ireful brows. Mountains and hills, come, come and fall on me and hide me from the heavy wrath of God. No, no. Then will I headlong run into the earth. Earth, gape. Oh, no, it will not harbour me. You stars that reigned at my nativity, whose influence hath allotted death and hell. Now draw up Faustus like a foggy mist into the entrails of yon labouring clouds, that, when you vomit forth into the air, my limbs may issue from your smoky mouths, so that my soul may but ascend to heaven. Ah, half the hour is past. T'will all be past anon. Oh, God, if thou wilt not have mercy on my soul, yet, for Christ's sake, whose blood hath ransomed me, impose some end to my incessant pain. Let Faustus live in hell a thousand years, a hundred thousand, and at last be saved. Oh, no end is limited to damned souls. Why wert thou not a creature wanting soul? Oh, why is this immortal that thou hast? Ah, Pythagoras met him, Sarcosus. Were that true, this soul should fly from me, and I be changed unto some brutish beast. All beasts are happy, for when they die, their souls are soon dissolved in elements. But mine must live still to be plagued in hell. Cursed be the parents that engendered me. No, Faustus, curse thyself. Curse Lucifer that hath deprived thee of the joys of heaven. Oh, it strikes, it strikes. Now, body, turn to air, or Lucifer will bear thee quick to hell. Little water drops and fall into the ocean, 
ne'er be found. Enter devils. My God, my God, look not so fierce on me. Adders and serpents, let me breathe a while. Ugly hell, gape not. Come not, Lucifer, I'll burn my books. Ah, Mephistopheles. Exeunt Devils with Faustus Scene 2. Enter Chorus. Cut is the branch that might have grown full straight, And burned is Apollo's laurel bough, That sometime grew within this learned man. Faustus is gone. Regard his hellish fall, Whose fiendful fortune may exhort the wise Only to wonder at unlawful things, Whose deepness doth entice such forward wits To practice more than heavenly power permits. Exit.